Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Wolfpack Ninja Podcast, Episode 25. Evan Dollard, Part 2. Less shirt, more power. Welcome to the Wolfpack Ninja Podcast. I'm Megan Martin. And I'm Ian Dory. I'm Brian Arnold. And I'm Noah Kaufman, the Ninja Doc. Thanks for joining our weekly conversation about health, fitness, and all things Ninja Warrior. We will be interviewing all of the top American Ninja Warrior stars, and we encourage you to visit our website, www.wolfpackninjas.com. And kids, you can get your free Wolfpack Ninja Cub certificate there. If you like our podcast, please share, subscribe, and like on iTunes. Also, give us a follow on our social media. We're always posting new content, and you can find us on Facebook and Twitter at Wolfpack Ninja and on Instagram at Wolfpack Ninja Warrior. Together, we can make the world a healthier and happier place. So join us. Welcome back to the Wolfpack Ninja Podcast. Today's episode, we have Evan Dollard back on the show, and he's got some really interesting things to say. Last time we learned a lot about his personal life, and this time we're going to dive a little more into Ninja Warrior and maybe get some insight on what he thinks about Isaac and Jeff. Yeah, it's cool. You know, we've stepped away from Isaac and Jeff a little bit, but it's really interesting to see what everybody thinks about the whole situation. And Evan had some really good points, you know, and it's just cool to talk about because it was such such an amazing moment when both those guys took it down, you know? Yeah, it was just such an epic feat for both of them in the same season, which has never been done in Japan. Yeah. It's only been one winner. So for both of them to do it is just so monumental. Yeah, totally. I mean, it's really incredible. And now this season, it's like a whole new chance to tackle this crazy course. And I think it's going to be harder. Yeah, I totally agree. The course is not going to be beatable, I don't think, this year. Because the spirit of the course is, yeah, if you look at the the fourth stage... It's a 80-foot rope climb, and there's not anyone that I know that can climb a rope in, 30, in less than 30 seconds unless they've trained specifically for it. I don't care if you're the best climber in the world. Look at Sean McCall. He couldn't do it in under 30 seconds. We all train to be able to do it that quick. So, yeah, for this year to be beatable, it's, it's and man, it, it's going to be very, very, very unlikely that we see a winner this year. Yeah, there's all new obstacles. We don't really know what's going to be coming, and so far there's been some really big surprises and upsets that we've seen so far, so it's exciting. Yeah, I mean, JJ went out, and Lance went out. Lance went out. (laughs) Yeah, it's it's hard to watch, you know, your friends not excel up to their potential or, or just have a slip or whatever. That's what makes the course so hard is that we all know we could do this physically, but you have to execute you know, in the time given. Yeah. And so when you fail, it's, you know, a whole nother year of waiting to try again. It's horrible. Yeah, it's crazy. But then again, it's cool to see the veterans are still kind of coming out on top. There's been some really great rookies out there. But, you know, Drew took down his 
division and it's, it's just been really cool to see how fast and fluid the, the veterans still are year after year. Absolutely. But there's still some uh, some top rookies. I think uh, Josh Levin, oh, he's, yeah. uh, he's, he's in, he'll surprise you. Yeah, yeah. I, I, yeah, it's going to be interesting watching his uh, finals. And we're going to have him on actually on the podcast. So that'll be pretty cool. Oh, perfect. Oh, sick. Josh Levin's going to be on the podcast? Yeah. Oh, that's sick. Did you, what do you guys think about the one-legged guy running the course? Actually, we saw two of them this year. To me, that's so inspiring because the course is hard enough as it is with four limbs, and these guys are doing it with one leg, man. It, it blows my mind. Yeah, and his video's going viral. It's pretty crazy. What, yeah. 10 million views? 10 million to one guy. <laughs> That's what? crazy. I mean, you, you can see why. I mean, yeah. What yeah, was it absolutely. like? You saw it live, right? We saw the one guy in Indianapolis live, and I was like, there is no way he's going to be able to do this the, the rolling log. It just didn't look physically possible. So when his leg came off, I was like, oh, here he goes. Because it's so hard to stay on that thing. But his leg almost acted like this um, counterweight. Yeah, well, it's like a break. It just, uh, you know, the way it worked out was it slowed him down, and it it blew my mind. It, it just he wanted it bad. You could tell. I thought he was off for sure, and then when he pulled it off, I was I was losing my mind. I was like, no way. Yeah, Crazy. Listener, if listeners, if you haven't seen this, this guy is unbelievable. We'll have a link in our show notes. He with one leg got pretty far on the course. And just dominated. So we'll have a, a link to it. Yeah, and there's been guys in the like last year. They had a guy one leg, and he did he did pretty good too. But this year's man, and this year, man, these guys want it. Well, I thought it was interesting. To, and this year, he fell on a an event that he could have done. He fell for a technique reason. Yeah, on an I, upper body event. I think you're right. I mean, it was going to be harder for him too because it's hard for him to generate. He only has one leg. He doesn't have that mass down low for him to generate as big a swing. So his technique had to be perfect, and it wasn't. But I think if he would have had perfect technique, I think he would have gone a lot further. I think he could have gotten to the warp wall. I I, I really don't know how one of these guys can make it to the warp wall. I'd love to yeah. see a video. If they if they can do it, we, we should try to contact them and see if the, any of these guys can do the warp wall. The cool thing is, as ninjas, we think pretty much anything is possible, so I wouldn't put it past him. He could find a way, I bet. Yeah, I bet he could. With as well as he did on the course, they, they probably could. Well, yeah, let's go ahead and listen to Evan Dollard's interview, part two. This is going to be cool. Yeah, but before we do that, let's have a word from our sponsors, and a big shout-out to them. We could not do this podcast without them, so thank you. Real quick, what do you do for health and nutrition and for exercise? And that's a, that's a big open-ended question, but go ahead and go. Just start with one of them. What do you do? Something that's been a part of my life for so long, and I'm incredibly grateful for that. My dad, for example, was was an athlete. You know, I, I think he did a walk-on one season of uh, baseball in college. Like, so he wasn't necessarily a collegiate athlete. He wasn't AAA. He wasn't anything like that. But like, it was important to him and who he was. He studied physical education in college. That's ultimately the, the path that he wanted to go down. Yeah. And so when he had kids, he introduced us very early on to sports where he was my t-ball coach when I was four years old yeah and then like from then on it was like and when my grades were slipping in high school he would he would say you know what instead of taking a nap when you get home go for a run and he would always be pushing us in this direction where he saw the value of instilling the discipline of an active lifestyle and then again 
the principles that fall out of that. Right. When people ask what my motivation is or what my drive is, it's to be honest, it's habitual at this point. It's something that's been ingrained in me. And I'm forever grateful to my father for for instilling that in my life. So what is it? What what do you do to stay healthy? I mean, you, you must drink soda all day. All day. It's the only <laughs> yeah. It's the only thing I drink. Do you avoid certain things? Do you eat meat? Do you specifically, what do you do for nutrition or do you not think about it too much? Uh, to be honest, I don't think about it too much. I know my body and I'm fortunate to have a body that operates pretty efficiently. Yeah. So even if, if I do have a craving for Tostitos lime tortilla chips, which I do yeah. all the time, <laughs> love those things. And if I go through half a bag one night, like I'll, I know how to handle myself the next couple of days in order to try to clean things up and get back on track. So balance, so, kind of moderation. Moderation, yeah, there's there's a balance to it for sure because I, again, I grew up in Chicago. I love Italian beef sandwiches, I love deep dish pizza. Oh man, Uno's. I, and I love a nice cold IPA. Like just I do. And I will eat those things and drink those things, but I there it comes a point where yes, I'm going to go to the gym and make sure that I go to the gym 3 or 4 times a week. Which, getting back to your original question, that's a little unique from some of the Ninja Warriors. In my experience, the majority of ninjas that I talk to, they don't necessarily like going to the gym. Whereas, I dig it. I like going to the gym. I like throwing around some weights, doing some weighted pull-ups. My favorite exercise in the world is just incline dumbbell press. Oh. Because I like getting the weights in my hands and like pressing them off my chest. It just makes me feel like a man, you know? Yeah, just lifting that weight. Just lifting that weight. <laughs> Where you talk to like a Drew Dreschel and he'll – you see – you follow him on Instagram. Everything that he's doing at GCA Parkour, free running at Parkour, that gym. Like there, he's just training his rear end off in obstacles specifically. Right. He's going to put – he's putting a weight vest on and he's doing the ultimate cliffhanger. The dude is insane. He is and He's insane. got power and strength and speed coming out of his ears. Right. <laughs> And I'm just and I me I'll just I'll just go to the gym and I'll just pump some some weights, pump some iron, and then for cardio and stuff I'll get on the treadmill, which a lot of ninjas don't like treadmills either. And I'll do 400 meter intervals, and I'll crank it up to 12 miles an hour. I'll do a 400. Wow. Walk off, do another 400, walk it off, and then I'll go to the uh, you know the basketball court upstairs and I'll do some sprint drills, like some old school, like I used to do. When I was riding the bench in high school playing basketball, right. do some 10 and ones, you know, 10 lengths of the court in a minute just to just to maintain. And if I'm if I'm truly gearing up for a ninja season, I'll go to a parkour gym like Tempest Free Running. They got a couple of facilities here in L.A. Um, and then I'll set up some circuits maybe down at Santa Monica Beach. So I'm running through the sand and going from a rope climb to some sort of balance obstacle, dropping to some push ups, just like keeping the heart rate up and going Utilizing every faculty in sequence because with Ninja War, you have to be ready for anything and moving through multiple planes uh, efficiently and also having the strength and the body weight to strength ratio to keep up with whatever suspended obstacles you might expect to find. Yeah. Do you, do you train specifically with anybody or are you mostly like a solo kind of guy? Uh, I'm mostly a solo guy and that's because my – my focus truly has shifted where Ninja Warrior came along at the exact right time in my life where I was going through a pretty tumultuous relationship 
and figuring out what was next. You know, Gladiators had happened, but after second season, it got canceled. And I found myself back in Chicago in a long distance relationship with a woman who essentially was going back and teetering back and forth between whether she wanted to be with me or, or whether she did not. Uh, and heinous. I, I was all in. And so I was doing whatever I could to make that relationship work. But I also was hating my life because I was at a desk job. I was doing project management at a small, uh, like a boutique web development company in the suburbs of Chicago. And I loved the guys that I worked with, but I hated sitting at a desk. I just did. And it was cutting into, it wasn't, I wasn't doing any acting. I wasn't doing any writing. I was like, how can I survive, make money and make this relationship work? That's where my head was at. Yeah. And it, yeah, it was just kind of like looking back on it, it was kind of a dark time because I wasn't living out the the version of myself that that was contributing to the world in the way that I that I feel like I'm wired and and driven to do. And so you changed it up. Well, and so one of my coworkers was like, "Hey, you did American Gladiators, right? Have you heard of Ninja Warrior?" And he showed me some clips and then he, <laughs> like sent me a link to G4's website at the time and he said, "They're taking submissions right now." You need to do this show. And I'm like, cool. So I put together a bunch of, I went and like, went to a, a park, you know, and like I started climbing around at this castle park. Like it was old, it was old school. I didn't know what to do. There were no ninja gyms at the time. Sure. I couldn't go train anywhere other than just like show that I'm versatile. So I, I cut together a lot of gladiator footage and some random footage from um, just me training at, at parks and everything else. And I sent it to him and I said, look, I did American gladiators. I would love to try this. Which, of course, is that that's the story component, right? Like, yeah. How, why are we going to bring this guy on the show? What's his backstory? Oh, former American gladiator. Yeah. So I got to fly out to Venice and compete season two. And it gave me something to train for. It got me to L.A. It got me out of Chicago. You know, I still had to do some some not so pleasant work in order to survive out here. But ultimately, it pushed me in the direction of training for something and getting back on television and kind of reinvigorating what I wanted and needed out of my life. And once I got that, by the end of season four, I'm like, cool, I've done this. Season five, they invited me to do Well-Trained Warrior, host of that. And the caveat was, if you do this, you'll be employed by G4 slash Esquire and you cannot compete on the show. Right. Like, and I'm fine with that because this got me out of this really dark place in my life, got me back healthy, fit, focused on what I really want. And that's contributing to the stories that are impacting culture in a global way. And that's kind of the mission statement for my life. And I saw hosting as this progression out of being an athlete to really finding a stage and a platform that that went beyond just being on the course. Yeah, so yeah. Now that's where my focus is at. I'm like, okay, so I got the hosting thing going. Now I'm gonna, I do, you know, I had the chance to do commentator to be a commentator on Battle Frog College Championship. Now doing the Spartan Show. And now I'm I'm writing and trying to produce an independent film to get on the radar of of what's happening in the scripted world, and that's this progression that's happening. So I'm I'm kind of steering away from the the athletic side of it, while just maintaining, <laughs> but maintaining again. It's it's habitual at this point. Right. I love being fit. I love the again the the energy level, the confidence, everything that comes along with that that fitness. So I'm not neglecting it, but I'm not training specifically for Ninja Warrior anymore. Right. And and that makes sense, um, especially with the way Ninja Warrior is going, I think, which is a whole different conversation. Let, let me ask you real quick and change gears again. Sure. 
you know, last season there was an incredible thing that happened, which is two guys beat this impossible course that had just stood there for years and years that nobody had been able to best. And Isaac Caldero and Jeff Britton became the first American Ninja Warriors, basically. They, they be, and Isaac was the first grand champion. Uh, now, a, there's a lot of controversy now because on both their Instagram pages, they both have themselves listed as the first Ninja Warrior, American Ninja Warrior. And there's been some back and forth about, okay, well, he climbed it first. There's been some confusion amongst the fans. What, what was your take on the whole situation? Um, well, that's a great question. And I, I feel like I haven't formulated an actual response to it in What's preparation your gut for this. Feeling? So I'm yeah. just going to do, I'm going to see what I'm going to roll with it and see what comes out of my mouth. Yeah. First of all, props to both of them for having every physical element, every physical component in their arsenal to be able to charge through not only qualifiers in their city finals, but also four stages and do this thing that no American has ever done before. And it's mental, ins- right? It's, it's, it's crazy. It's insane. It is absolutely insane. Yeah. And I have no problem if, if Jeff Britton wants to say he's the first American Ninja Warrior, I have no problem with that. If Isaac says he is the first American Ninja Warrior, I'm fine with that too. It's, to me, it's like a paradox. It's like they both are. And yeah. I don't think there has to only be one because by the show, I mean, if you're just looking at it from the show's perspective, the rules are the rules. Isaac climbed faster than Jeff in stage four, so he's the one that gets he's the one that gets the top prize. And by the top prize, I mean the only prize because <laughs> there's no second prize. You're right. That's just that's just the way the show. That's the agreement and the contract that we all sign when we do the show. But yes, Jeff was the first one actually in the timeline that we're in that made it to this top of stage four within a designated time frame. So he was the, he was the first American Ninja Warrior, but ultimately Isaac climbed it faster, so he's the first American Ninja Warrior. So it's like there should be just an asterisk next to both of those statements, and maybe you can explain it in the subtext or whatever, in the footnotes of, of their lives or their social media channels. But whatever, they, they both did it. They both did it. Right. And they both deserve the honor and the recognition of, of doing so. Do you think it took away at all from either of them, the fact that there were two and the fact that there was a little bit of confusion out there in fan land? Maybe a little bit. Yeah. I mean, not even maybe. Like, there, it's it's controversy. Like, they, I don't even think the show expected it to, to go that way. Ideally, yes, you'd want just one person to win so there is that clarity and there isn't this confusion. But at the same time, how incredible is it that that those two guys were able to do it in the same season. Right. It's pretty amazing. Such a hard course, you know? And Yeah. It's it's absolutely insane. They, and again, they both deserve the recognition and props that they got. And yes, I would love it if Jeff had gotten, you know, but essentially both guys deserve the recognition and the props. And they both deserve the recognition and props of being these guys that overcome this Herculean challenge. Yeah. Same season. And I'm... Again, I would have loved for Jeff to get even a hundred thousand. You know what I mean? Yeah, like something. <laughs> throw him something. Yeah, give him throw a bone. Him something. Give him a bone. Yeah. At the same time, there's no obligation. I get it. There, again, we we sign the contracts. Like there's pages and pages and pages that we sign. So many pages. And initial. And we know we know the rules. We're on camera raising our hands, agreeing to the rules. We know exactly what we're getting into. And so do they. And at the end of the day, it's a business. Like Television production is a business and they can't be just 
throwing around an extra 100000 or whatever. Like, you know, why don't we just give him a million dollars too? Why not? Yeah, it's not like it just comes out of thin air off the money tree. Right, exactly. <laughs> they have a budget. And, exactly. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't know if that actually answered your question. No, but I think it does. It's I, It does. And I think it's very similar to a, a lot of our answers and what a lot of ninjas are saying. You know, we follow you. We watch Ninja Quickie. We watch Less Shirt, More Power. We follow <laughs> you. How, how do the fans follow you? Where should they follow you? What are your handles? Uh, biggest one is is Instagram, which is at Evan Dollard. It's just my name. And that's that's like a simple way for me to just constantly be saying, oh, here, I'm training at the beach or, you know, promoting Team Ninja Warrior because this Team Ninja Warrior thing has been insane, by the way. So on social media, I'm Evan Dollard across everything. E-V-A-N-D-O-L-L-A-R-D. Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, it's all Evan Dollard. It's easy. Yeah. Pretty straight, pretty straightforward that way. Yeah, you're easy. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, the, so I'm, I'm not sure what's going to happen to the to Ninja Quickie because Ninja Quickie, basically, Ninja Quickie is Team Ninja Warrior is Ninja Quickie on steroids. It's it's what I always wanted it to be. Totally, dude. Totally. Like side by side competition, fast courses, going head to head. Like I loved it, and so now that Team Ninja Warrior exists, like I could continue to go around and and explore different gyms and stuff like that. Um, I've exhausted all the West Coast options. Yeah, it's kind of eaten I, up your time, I'm sure, compared to all this other stuff you want to do. Right, and I, I've edited. I do all the editing too in Premiere. Yeah. So when I, we're going, I'm hosting and I'm producing and editing, and we've done fifty of them. And we're going to have in our show notes how people can get there and check out your YouTube channel. But what is it? Yeah, I mean, check. I mean, it's just YouTube.com/slash Evan Dollard. I mean, it's it's a chance for for you to see some of the the gyms that are out there where these ninjas train. But again, it gets to a point where I think I've raised Ben Me like six times, <laughs> so, or some ridiculous number. What's your record? Where oh, I don't even know. I, I'm sure I've lost more than fifty percent. I'm positive. But it, again, for me, it was never really about winning or losing. I love the Ninja Warrior community and I, the the fact that these gyms are set up and everybody is so super supportive of each other. And I wanted to give the chance to showcase these gyms and showcase these athletes and bring some of my personality to it and say, like, just this is something that's that's part of the culture now. Yeah. And how can I contribute to it and give a little bit more um, kind of behind the scenes look at it while still making it competitive and fun? And it's it's a fun series. And like I said, I don't know what the future is of it. But right now there's 50 episodes on YouTube.com slash Evan Dollar. So check them out. Watch them all. You're awesome, Evan. Oh, thanks. you're great. Not only are you well-spoken, but there's a lot there. You're a super deep guy, and it's really fun talking with you. Today, we spoke with Evan Dollard. He's just been incredible, and this show was just as good as the last one. He had a lot of insight. He had a lot of things to say about the Jeff and Isaac situation, about training. Just a great all-around guy. Evan, we love you, man. The Wolfpack loves you. Thanks so much for being here. Hey, thanks so much for having me, man. Yeah, what a great interview. Let's take a word from our sponsors and get back to it. Well, Evan is a really cool and dynamic guy, and it was super fun interviewing him. I mean, there's so much really to talk about here, and we talked a little bit about it last episode. But, you know, I think some of the the really cool things that, that Evan brings to the show is just how dynamic he is, how many different things he's doing, right? Like, what what all is he doing? 
Yeah, it seems like he's got his plate full. You know, he is going to be the the host of a TV show, and he's also writing screenplays. He wrote three screenplays that he's trying to pitch. That's uh, that's pretty complicated. I don't I don't even know if I could do that. So it's impressive that he can be a ninja, write the screenplays, and then also have the personality to to go on TV and you know talk yeah. about sports. It's cool. Yeah, and it's like he really understands how valuable his time is, and it's he's trying to make the most of it. I mean, he really wants to make the world a better place and be an example, lead by an example, and you know he he's just a very genuine guy, and I I think that one thing that's pretty amazing about it is just the way he uses his time and that he he had this horrible loss right he lost his mother and instead of just dwelling on that and being sad and becoming depressed his whole life and you know he's really tried to honor his mother's life by becoming a superhero a total superhero in every sense of the word not not just on the ninja course but off it as well yeah, no, I can see some parallels in the way that Wolfpack is sort of attacking and the, the childhood obesity and diabetes where it's like we're trying to help people. Well, he is also trying to help people in the sense that have, they've gone through hard experiences, he's gone through hard experiences, and he wants to help them just like we are. So in a way, we have similar values, and it's awesome that he uses his TV time to really try to promote a better and healthy lifestyle the way we do. Yeah, I mean, he's like Wolfpack material, man. Maybe we should... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> we're Evan on the short list. <laughs> totally. Yeah, no, I I really like Evan Dollard a lot. And he's obviously going to... He's just going to fly. He's It's so cool that he's got his own role now on the Spartan TV show. And it, for all the listeners out here there who haven't seen it yet, he is one of the hosts on the Spartan show. And that's another NBC pretty cool kind of reality matchup show and he's just got his hands in a lot of different things i think there's a lot we can learn from him and the the biggest thing is just you can live your dreams and you can do it all i mean you can yeah yeah he's an inspiration for sure yeah well i wonder if they're going to even let him back on the on american ninja warrior because now he's working for for the show right so i think if you work for the show you're not allowed to compete and maybe that's why he didn't compete this year so i wonder if if he just continues with his career, if he's not going to be able to to come back. and Yeah, I kind of see American Ninja Warrior as a stepping stone for him, right? Yeah, and in fact, I wonder if, you know, there's probably some contractual agreement where he's not eligible to even win the prize money, but maybe he could come back and compete. You know, I, I, I don't know. Have you guys seen him on Spartan Show? Yeah, I did. I saw him. I, I was watching the TV, and he came on. He's the sideline host. So it was it was cool to see him. I was like, oh, I know him. It's Evan. Well, <laughs> well, would you guys ever like consider like being testers or like um, working for the show if it if you could never do Ninja Warrior again, but you wanted to still be a part of it? I almost feel like that would be a good a good way to still keep connected to the show because I'm sure they're they're always looking for you know guys who can come in and test, and I f- feel like they would want our input, right? Dude, I'm a doctor, man. I've got to to work in the hospital. No, it would be fun, but yeah, it would be hard for me to get away with that. My wife would never let me do that. Yeah, well, well, I I know I was talking to Jeff Britton. Jeff Britton was saying that, you know, he was kind of 
he was kind of done. He, I, I think he just wasn't having fun anymore. So, but for for him, he was talking about going back out to California when they're making the obstacles for next year and just playing on them. Which you know, I I even if I eventually did retire, which I feel like we're all going to have to look in the mirror and just be like, you know, it's time to it's time <laughs> to stop. It's going to happen. Maybe I would still want to be able to go try these new obstacles. I, I still would want to do something like that. Yeah, for sure. Okay, you bums, I'm calling bull. I think you guys would want to be the sideline host just as bad as Evan Dollarwood, and you would totally give up doing obstacles. <laughs> Another thing that was really cool, you know, that, that Evan had to say was he was stuck in this desk job in Chicago, and he, like, it was kind of a dark time for him, he said. He was in this tough relationship. He had all this stuff going on. And really, he needed to make a change. And a lot of people don't have the courage or maybe never find the time or they, they just don't make that change, you know, if things are hard or, or if they're in a dark place. But he made the change and look, nothing but good came out of it. And I think that's a good lesson. And a good lesson is if you if your life is not going the way you want it to 100%, you know what? Make a change. Every day is the first day of the rest of your life. I mean, you can make a change and you can start shaping your life. He moved out to L.A., started writing screenplays, started trying to become an actor and pursue his passion and, and look at where he is. He's he's making it. Just adding on to that, I think that you can you can narrow that even further down to each individual moment, each individual decision you can take to be in a positive light. No matter what situation you're in right now, you can make decisions to make it better and better. And that just builds on each other as you go through each day. Yeah, everybody out there, think about something that's hard for you in your life right now or something that, you know, you would you would want to be better. You, you can make a you can make a decision to change things for the better, and it might not be easy, but I think a lot of times the good part about it is even though it's the difficult choice, a lot of times deep down inside we know the right choices to make in our life that you know, follow with what we want to do and the way we want to live our life. As far as we know, you only got one shot at it. So you might as well live the life, live the dreams that you want to live. And Megan's a perfect example of that. I mean, I think she's doing that. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, Noah. That's really nice of you to say. Yeah, but I agree. I think that in order to be happy and get everything from life that you can get, you really just have to follow your dreams and Follow your passions and do what you love. And if something's not working out, change it. You got to have the you have to have the courage to change it if things are not working out. Thank you, Evan. You got us thinking. <laughs> well, we'll be looking for Evan on the Spartan Race Show and his continued excellence in American Ninja Warrior. He's he's a great guy. Uh, we can't wait to have him out and train or maybe do some Ninja Quickies. You know that would yeah, be a lot of fun. That would be fun. It would be fun. Yeah, it'd be really cool. Evan Dollard, thank you so much for joining us on the Wolfpack Ninja Podcast. No more, no, wait. Less no, shirt, more power. That's what I was going for. <laughs> I got it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, want to do some tips? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so you might laugh a little bit about today's tip, but today's tip is about doing well in school. Doing well in school is pretty important. I mean, the whole point of school is just learning how to learn. The better learner you become, the better you are at solving problems. And the better you are at solving problems, the better you're going to be at solving problems on the course, in life, putting together a business for your job, whatever you want to do. You're just going to be smarter. 
So how do you do well in school? Well, if you haven't already figured out the key, it's it's really as simple as you got to work hard. It's just like anything else. If you want to be really good at Ninja, you work hard. So you got to work hard in school. Just put aside the time, hit the books, and start looking at stuff. And what I always found the best way to get really good grades and to learn the material was to write the stuff down, to rewrite it. So I would read a a textbook or whatever, and instead of just highlighting or taking notes on the side, I would rewrite the most important points in my notebook, and something about writing it in my own handwriting would make me understand it better and make me able to remember it a little bit better. And then come test time, it was all easy. I know it sounds like it's a little bit difficult, but trust me, once you get the knack of it, rewriting any kind of notes into your own handwriting is the best way to learn the material. And that's true for just about anything. So best of luck. Okay, this is a tip for those guys who are about to be on the show. When you're on the show, they're going to walk you through the course and read you the rules for the obstacle course and for each individual obstacle. It's very important to pay attention to the rules so you understand what you can and can't do on each individual obstacle. If you don't do it right, they might disqualify you. They will also have a tester get up and usually demonstrate the obstacle. And it's very important to do the obstacle, usually the way the tester does it, because that's probably the way they want you to do it. Now, there's been some times where you don't want to do it like the tester, because maybe there's an easier way, but you got to be careful that you're not breaking one of the rules by doing it one of the other ways. That's why pay attention to the rules and ask questions if you have any questions about maybe a different way that you want to do it. Also, I like to measure out, especially the trampoline jumps, with my feet, the distance from the trampoline to the obstacle. And I do this also when I'm training. And what this gives me is it gives me the confidence usually knowing how I train because usually I'll set a trampoline a certain distance and like for the spider climb, for instance, I'll, I'll set it at like eight feet. Well, a lot of times on the show, when I measure it out, it's varied from year to year, but it's usually a lot shorter. But just knowing that distance that I train at and then the distance on the show gives me like a little bit more knowledge. So when I get to that obstacle, I have, you know, I know I can do it usually because it's usually easier than how I train. So just one little tip for you guys that are going to be on the show, you know, to make you a better ninja. I hope that helps you guys. And as always, keep training hard. Training is so mental. It all starts with the mind. If you go to the gym just to get a pump, you'll only get so far. Try to increase either intensity or repetition. Variation is extremely important when you're trying to become stronger. If you're at the same place you were a month ago, it's time to really step it up. Having a friend or a spotter can give you that extra psychological support that you need to get the extra rep or climb in. If you still have enough energy for one or even half more, do it. Train like the wolf pack's watching. I think it's really important to be honest with yourself when it comes to workouts or when it comes to like assessing your ability or what you need to work on. 
it's easy to give yourself like a number of an exercise that you need to do and then halfway through be like oh actually I can't when like a lot of times if you're truly honest with yourself you know you can try a little bit harder because unless you're like full-on failing you're really not trying enough and I think it's important when it comes to things you need to work on to know that it's not just oh, that problem just doesn't suit me or this and that. It's like, oh, maybe I need to like do some one-legged squats because I need to be able to like stand up on my leg better and more abs because I need to be able to pull with my feet more. Like you can't just think that you've done everything because most of the time there's a few more things you can do. So you have to be honest with yourself and like figure out what you need to work on. Awesome, Megan. That's a really good tip. And it's so true. You can always probably push a little bit harder. And so just be honest with yourself. Guys, we've got a bunch of really great interviews coming up. We've got John Stewart, who's just awesome. I promise we have Casey Gattanzaro finally coming up. She's a superstar. Josh Levin, he's coming up. There's so many more. And guess what? Actually, tomorrow I'm going to interview Chris Sharma, who happens to be one of the, if not the best climber that's ever lived. And if you don't know Chris Sharma, you should look him up. Anyways, we heard tell that Chris was thinking about Ninja Warrior And it would be scary if Chris did it. Anyways, it's been really great talking with Evan Dollard. We want to thank him again for an incredible two episodes. He said a lot of really meaningful and very cool stuff that we can all learn from. And we have a lot of cool stuff coming our way. For example, city finals are just about to get underway. And there's going to be some really cool things that happen this season. You're going to want to tune in. It's pretty neat. And we have some really cool news. Our ebooks are going to Amazon, and soon they'll be on iBooks. So go ahead and, and get, get a copy of the Wolfpack Ninja Training Manual and the Wolfpack Ninja Cub Training Manual. That's a book written for kids by a bunch of big kids. But seriously, it's a, it's a great introduction to training and how to become a ninja. So if you know any little kids out there who want to be ninjas, this is really an awesome book, and everybody... Uh, really put in some time, really thought about it. And we've got a great way for kids to start their ninja training. So kids get after it. Also, we have our Wolfpack Ninjas app, and that's for free on iTunes, uh, the App Store, and on the Android market. And that's a really cool place to listen to the podcast. There's a fan map, and there's a guy from Tasmania actually on there. It's pretty cool. But there's people from all over the world who've kind of just shared with us what's going on in their life. It's pretty cool. It's a place for everybody to chat and chat with the Wolfpack, see what's going on. And there's some other really cool things on there like social media and web links, uh, links to Sasuke Maniacs, which is one of the coolest websites out there. It's uh, the American Ninja Warrior Forum, basically, for the super nerds. And we are all super nerds ourselves, so we love getting on there every now and then as well. Lastly, we've heard that Team Ninja is coming back around. It's going to be filmed sometime towards the end of August. Everybody's really looking forward to it. We're starting to train. I'm trying to get our speed game up a little bit more, especially for the, for the Wolfpack because we're climbers. And it's hard to go as fast as Drew Dreschel. Trust me, it's hard. And Drew, let's get you in here. Let's get your podcast done, man. <laughs> it's been hard playing phone tag with Drew. He's a tough guy to get a hold of. All right, everyone. My name's Noah Kaufman, the Ninja Doc. It's been great having you again, and we'll catch you next time on the Wolfpack Ninja Podcast. Thanks so much for joining the Wolfpack Ninja Podcast. If you liked it, please tell a friend. Subscribe and rate us on iTunes. It would mean a lot. Remember to visit our website at www 
wolfpackninjas.com and join us on social media. We are on Facebook and Twitter at Wolfpack Ninja and on Instagram at Wolfpack Ninja Warrior. Join us next time for another exciting episode with your favorite ninjas and informative health tips. Okay, guys, we have a really exciting guest today. We've got Evan Dollard. This guy was not only a gladiator who who beat the show in 2008, they invited him back. He became Nitro, one of the famed gladiators. <laughs> I got, I'm sorry. I got to stop you. <laughs> okay. I was kidding about the Nitro thing. I thought you were. Oh, yeah. Who were you? Rocket. That's why I'm called Rocket on the show. I'm sorry, bro. Totally. Yeah. I get it now. That thank you for stopping me. <laughs> yeah, no, Nitro was the uh, Dan Clark. He was one of the original. Was he like, like the o- dark haired guy, the big OG? Yeah, gladiators. Dude, I'm sorry. No offense. No, I'm not. I'm not offended at all. I think it's hilarious. Yeah, the funny thing is, I watched you on there. I think I knew somewhere that you were. Yeah, no, I totally wasn't kidding. I like don't know. Okay. Okay. <laughs> My bad. Okay, My no, bad. no, no, no. I'm glad. I you take still... responsibility. <laughs> no, it's funny. All right. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.